Let's go! Blah, 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 blah. He's got a mute. Wah! <laughs> I swear it sounded like true. LJ Cody's said... Cody's just a little excited, that's all. It sounded like oh, LJ said, I didn't know you guys were idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know you guys were idiots. Yeah, now I know. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Lazers! <laughs> How are you guys this week? I'm doing swell. <laughs> Joe's no more. Joe's not here anymore. It's uh, it's, uh yeah. How's your guys' this week been? Let's start with Shelly. Okay. Um. Well, <laughs> I've just been playing Dragon Age, and I've been obsessing, obsessing about Dragon Age. Uh, and that's mostly it. I. It all over the Twitch channel. Oh yeah, I was on that. Um, I won't bring up. We had a moment on the Twitch channel. If any of you guys have ever played Dragon Age Awakening, which, by the way, I finally finished, and I'm pretty excited about that. Right. I finished that. Um, there's there's a boss called the Mother, and she is terrifying, and, and she's not basically... appropriate for most audiences. Which is why I put mature in the title, <laughs> like I said I would, so it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine, guys. Uh, <laughs> gosh, it was, it was terrifying. Funny. It was just, uh, I wasn't really expecting it. No one was in expecting face, it. In your face, you just, just like froze in an oh just... <laughs> no face. <laughs> I'm sure you can find the highlight, like the, the replay somewhere. I mean, I think uh, you can always go back and find every stream that we've streamed. Um, so if you want to go on Twitch and find it, you can. Uh, I guess viewer discretion is advised, just with yeah. the fact that this, oh, she's terrifying and bad. But it was fun. Uh, Awakening was fun. Beat that. I also did Witch Hunt, which was, it's supposed to be the last DLC of Dragon Age Origins. So I'm basically, I, I, there's two more DLC I can do that's supposed to be before the main story that I guess I could do, but I don't really feel like doing it. So I'm pretty much done with Origins. Um, I just got through the second act of Dragon Age 2, which is great. Um, and yeah, I have not been doing much all besides that. <laughs> at least at least geeking out-wise. I went on a nice hike the other day. I guess that's something. But, nice. Really How about you, Joe? So, Mighty Number no. 9 came out last week, and uh, I got my code for it, and I've played through the entirety of it as Beck. Turns out there's actually, I guess because I'm a backer, I got the DLC to be able to play as a second character, but you have to beat a level against that character to unlock it. But you can play the entire game cool. as that other character. And cool. vastly different mechanics. Uh, I'm going to write up my review of the game on for Geeks Under Grace this week. And uh, put my full thoughts there. The game was getting like fives on Nobody other Nobody liked it. I, I went into it expecting not to like it. Mm -hmm. And was pleasantly surprised. My score will be uh, considerably higher than a five. I can yeah, say Do you think it was worth the money you spent on it? I'm not disappointed. I got probably six to eight hours of gameplay out of it. And like I said, I unlocked a whole new character, um, and and the mechanics didn't feel bad to me at all. The stage design felt okay. I do have a few issues with it. I'm going to go into those more in my full review, but um, it, it's not yeah. perfect by any means, but I felt like it wasn't bad. Hmm. Okay. Cool. I, I really actually kind of hope that they can do a sequel and clean up some of the issues that they had, so... They really could, uh, yeah, build something there. Um, on top of that, I also played Grand Kingdom. I've not played a ton of it. I've probably put five or six hours into it. LJ's review of that will be live on the site this week. Um, maybe even by the time you hear this. Ooh. I enjoyed it. Um, it's the, the combat is fun. It's turn-based in a sense. Like In the world board, uh, you move a, take a turn at a time moving across a big world board. And then once you get into battles, it's kind of like 
Have you ever played Mega Man Battle Network? Okay, it's it's like grid-based combat. So you're moving kind of around in a grid, but the when you execute an attack, it's in real time, so you can kind of chain combos and stuff together. Okay. Pretty neat game. You can hire new people, send them out to war to do their own thing. While like it reminds you me of uh, there was a Mortal Kombat game where there was a chess game you could play as an option, and so you would set your pieces up like chess, and you would choose each character for each piece, oh. and then. You would play chess with them, but then when they went to capture a piece, you would actually fight it out. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it was. It's and the art direction is really great. I mean, it's this vi- vi- bright, vibrant anime style art. Like you can buy accessories and stuff to equip them with, and it actually changes the way they look. So you know, if you got like a leather mask, you put it on them, like it actually changes. Like it shows the leather mask on the characters. So, cool. pretty neat game. I'm really digging it so far. Um, and then, the one that I didn't expect to like, but I picked up because I'm a sucker and I have high hopes. Or, I, I just have hope. Um, <laughs> Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE. I okay. said, sure, I can't let I can't go out on the Wii U with Star, with Star Fox. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have to say, that game should have been released way earlier in the Wii U's life cycle. It's really good. Okay, it is the the combat's a lot of fun. Uh, it it is a persona game basically. Yeah. So you have your characters. It's turn based combat. You're casting elemental spells and, and attacks, and okay. it chains combos together depending on you know if if this character uses this ability, the second character is waiting in the wings, and they'll hop in with a they call them like stage performances or something like that. Basically, you can combo up with one another. Or okay. performance That's boosts cool. that give you combat Ooh. bonuses, yeah. Ooh. Um, so it's pretty cool. I, I like it. One issue that I have with the game is that they, you know, they do it on, it's a very J-pop sort of centric thing. Yeah, right. I noticed that. And as a consequence of that, the way that a lot of the ladies are dressed is very scantily. And I guess the guys, okay. too, it's not really something I focus on, but... <laughs> to, to their credit, they let you go in and change the costumes of the characters. Okay. So cool. all three of my characters, guys and girls, uh, and, and you're going to get more later, I'm sure, mm-hmm. um, are currently dressed in street clothes, but they still have their sweet gear. They can still do all their stuff. So I'm really digging it, too. Um, in fact, I think I actually like it better than any of the other games that came out last week. Huh. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then... Last night, my church group went to a drive-in theater about 45 minutes away in Oklahoma and watched Finding Dory. That's so awesome. Ah, Finding Dory. Yeah, it was a really neat experience. I'd never been to the drive-in theater before. Oh, really? I to go again, yeah. Okay, That's We got cool. there like 5 o'clock. We, well, we left the house at 5, got there about 5.45, because everybody that we talked to was like, oh yeah, they sell out by like 6 o'clock, so you got to get there early. Nobody. Nobody else was there, my, except my, my church group of like eight vehicles. So they ended up not starting to sell tickets until after 7, and they didn't start the movie until 8.45 when the sun went down. Okay, yeah. So, and it was a double feature, Finding Dory and then Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. But Finding Dory ended at 11.30, so we just went right. back. They're board. usually double features. I went and saw, I think the last drive-in movie theater I've seen, went to, um, I saw Van Helsing um, okay. with oh, Hugh Jackman. Doesn't he play Van Helsing? Hugh Jackman. I think it is. Sounds right. Um, I was really little. Um, but you would, they would stick the kids in the trunk and then go and buy the tickets and then you can open the trunk and free tickets. <laughs> this is before. Roll. This is before my Christian days. I was a little kid, just doing what I was told. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. I used to love the drive-in theater. Uh, we'd get some blankets out and just put them out on the toe of the car and watch from the hood of the car. Yeah, it was cool. Like, I took I took a game called Puck that's basically like cornhole, and we played Puck for a while before, and some guys were throwing Frisbee around, that sort of stuff. So we still had a good time with it. It was fun fellowship and uh, a funny movie. It's, Finding Dory's pretty good. Awesome. I can't wait to see it. I really want to. Yeah, um, I worth- love Nemo. Yeah. Definitely worth it. That's it for me. What about you, Cody? Uh, 
Well, I brought up last week, uh, not knowing anything about it, uh, Your Lie in April, that mm-hmm. anime that I was told that I have to see. Um, and so, first of all, go watch that anime. It is so good. Um, very story-driven. It'll tear at your heartstrings, but it's also adorable, and I think that's why it tears your heartstrings so much, is just because um, of how adorable it can be at times. Uh, also found out that I am a terrible, terrible human Person? being. Yeah? Yeah. I knew that part. Why? <laughs> All my friends told me that it was really dark. Um, it was really sad, and so I was thinking... Like, I took every character and put them in the worst possible situations that they could be in. And that's not what happens at all. Um, it's oh. very realistic. Um, but I was thinking, like, the worst for every single character. Um, like, the absolute worst that anything can have to a middle school kid. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was that was interesting. I was, like, the first few episodes, I was like, this guy's going to die. And then, like, they didn't die, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I thought one kid, because he was super depressed, that yeah, he was going to act gonna on that. He's going to die later, though. He doesn't. It's very, it's very realistic. Um, it's about a piano player. This kid was this big prodigy. Um, his mom taught him, but she was sick and died. And so when she died, he stopped playing. Um, and so it's him trying to, like, get back into playing again. Okay, yeah. Um, very, very amazing anime. Also, I don't think I talked about it last week. I think I talked about it the week before. Uh, the Rocket League DLC. Or the Rocket League... Uh, yeah, I guess it would be DLC. It was like free DLC. It was the new um, arena came out. And yeah. I'm so sad. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> and it's uh, my playlist. <laughs> dang. It cool. is different than the other maps. You have... Anyone who's played Rocket League, you know it's just like a big soccer field. Right. Um, this has ledges. It was in the labs. Um, it was a level in the labs, and so there is the normal level, and then there is ledges, and then those plateau on the sides. And so it's it like makes the arena smaller and angled weird, and you can't bounce off the walls to get your goals, which is something that I do Ooh. all the time. Right, so yeah. Really mess with my play style. Um, but it, it looks nice. And people count down in Japanese, and it's fun. Son, each e. Yep. Uh, I think that's basically all that I've done in this last week. Um, did a little bit of editing for a video that I'm super excited about. Um, that uh, Joe actually recorded some stuff for. Um, I'm excited to see it too. I think it's gonna look really cool. I have so much footage right now, and so this is me geeking out on, like, me being a nerd, really. Um, I have all this stuff to work with now, and I don't know how I want to formulate it yet. I don't know how I want to... Like, I gotta look at the pacing and where I want to put um, text, and it, it's really exciting for me because I usually don't get very, like, creative. I get to stand in front of a camera and speak my mind, and so I'm, <laughs> I'm really having fun with this. Very cool. That's me. Uh, before we go into all the newsy type stuff and all of our opinions on that, first of all, uh, Friday on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace, um, Shelly usually streams. Fourth of July is on a Monday, and that's when we usually record. Um, so this coming Friday, we will be doing the podcast Live. Live from not New York, but live. Yeah, from <laughs> everywhere that we live. Because <laughs> we all live in different places. Um, but we are super stoked about that. We did that during the pledge drive, and it was a ton of fun. We haven't done oh, yeah. it since. I've kind of forgotten about it. Yeah. Uh, it was so but I think it's going to be really cool. You guys can get in the Twitch chat, ask us whatever you want, um, and we'll we'll have a good time. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be a good time, yeah. Secondly, we always talk about gaming news first, and we talk, like, the majority of the show about gaming news, because, um, first of all, there's just so much to talk about every week, Um, and secondly, it's just, like, we all love gaming. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're going to do things a little bit differently. We were ending with the Twitter discussion because it was so, like, we never got any, and I feel like probably the reason we never get any is because it's at the end of the podcast. So we're going to start with that. 
And we're going to actually do the gaming last. Please don't skip to the gaming, because that would make me sad. Um, but I think this will help. Skip. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'm just here for the gaming, guys. I don't know. Um, I think it's going to change the flow up a little bit in a good way. Kind of make it seem... It'll, it'll make it seem like there's less of a focus on gaming than there has been. It's been like the gaming podcast and then other stuff. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to, wanted to try to balance it out a little bit. So before news, the Twitter stuff, first of all, Chris Hall asks, No Man's Sky, is it worth trading in an Xbox for a PlayStation just to be able to play it? Uh, as an owner of both, I would say no. That is my personal opinion. Uh, I think No Man's Sky looks really cool. It's going to do a lot of stuff. Ultimately, this is going to come down to what kind of games you want to play and what your friends are playing. Like, if you don't play games with your friends, um, if you aren't really that excited for Gears of War 4 compared to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, you're looking that far down the line, maybe you want to consider trading in your Xbox. That's it, It's really up to you, but I mean... It's also coming out to PC. Um, yeah, okay. Which is what I was going to mention as a yeah. PC. PC Master Race, just kidding. <laughs> um, although I understand that you probably need like a pretty big computer to run it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how intense it's going to be. I haven't seen specs on it yet, but mm-hmm. I, it's, it's ultimately up to you. And I, I hate to cop out and say that, but, you know, I don't know if you like... Halo and Gears of War, that sort of stuff. Microsoft right. exclusive properties, Quantum Break, that sort of thing. Or, you know, if you're more of an Uncharted, Last of Us. Uh, Horizon Zero like, Dawn, when you mentioned that, I was like, oh, well. Yeah, Horizon, God of War, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. I mean, I love that I have access to both consoles, and I understand that not everybody can afford that. Um, so, good luck. Uh, do your research beforehand. Don't Definitely. get buyer's remorse from doing making that decision once you sign your name for letting go of that xbox there's no getting it back for less than what they want to charge you for it Mm -hmm. i would never trade in a console for a single game um i definitely you definitely don't want to do that until you've seen reviews of this game um check to see what other people think first uh i think it's going to be awesome i have a ps4 personally um, I think with Joe, it really depends on your exclusives. Um, it depends on how much you hold to the exclusive. If you are all about those Xbox exclusives, then you're not going to want to give that up for one game. Um, if you're not too worried about the exclusives, uh, personally, I think PlayStation has better exclusives. Um, I'll, but that's all personal preference. Yeah. And Matt, I'll uh, say this. My PlayStation 4 is on far more than my Xbox One is. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing, too, is controllers. Uh, you might yeah. want to get a PlayStation controller in your hand and make sure you're comfortable with it. I have oh, yeah. friends that can't do PS4 controllers. Um, they're used to the really? big, bulky Xbox. Yeah. It just seems so tiny in their hands because of the big, bulky Xbox controllers they've always played with. So, wow. yeah, I mean, that's all. I can kind of get that. Going from, like, the GameCube controller to that little Wiimote was terrible. Well, I'll also <laughs> say this. The yeah. PlayStation 4 consistently gets more exclusive content than the Xbox One does. Um, yeah. I mean, this week alone, there there are a couple of games coming out to the PS4 that aren't coming out to anything else. Um, Star Ocean being one of them, but we'll get to that in a yeah. little bit. But I'd say unless you're a fanboy of Xbox, you're probably okay to give up, give it up. But I think it comes out exclusives, controllers, um, and personal preference, like Joe's been saying. So how much do you play online? You know, I mean, if, if you're online every day with your buddies playing Call of Duty, it might not make sense to make right, that switch. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, there's going to be a Call of Duty uh, community on the PlayStation 4. but is it? Your community. Right. Is it, are your buddies going to make that switch? Are you going to miss playing Call of Duty with your buddies? That's things to consider. Yeah, definitely. Oh. And then our second question from Jonathan Gilbert asks, do you know of any good high-energy Christian rock bands like Fireflights? And I want us to answer this, but then I also want to ask the question of uh, what is your favorite Christian band in general? Uh, who Like who? Fireflight? Firefly. I like Fly, Flyleaf. Sounds a lot like Fireflight to me. Their, their musical style sounds similar. 
Um, for me, Theody. it really depends. What was that? Theody. We have an interview with them up on the side. They're a small band. Okay. It's a buddy of mine that plays in them. They're they're actually touring right now. Oh, nice. Um, but they're they're trying to get. Oh yeah, Audio Adrenaline's a good one. Reliant K are good. Um, Thousand Foot Crutch. Thousand Foot Crutch is great. I think it depends on how heavy you want to get, because I can think of a lot of really heavy bands um, with a lot of energy. Uh, my go-to was Demon Hunter, and I was like, that doesn't sound like Fireflight, though. That's a lot of screaming. No, that sounds really different. Yeah. Um, um, you might want to try Project 86. I still think that's going to be a little bit heavier, um, but they're very much a punk band. Um, that classic, um, fast beat, uh, punk sound. So you might be into that. Um, kind of like a Dropkick Murphys without the Irish... Okay. Um, I don't really know how to answer this question personally because I don't know Farflight. Uh, they're they're like a like Flyleaf. They're similar. A lot of people. Oh, um, the Letter Black is another female lead band uh, that's really good and really underrated. Um, I think it's the Letter Black is what they're called. Um, Hanging on by a thread was one of my favorite songs for about a while. Um, all really good bands. Yeah. I was thinking like. Um... Like, when I went to uh, Winter Jam, there was this band called Family Force 5, and they were very high there was a energy, band called Family but they Force weren't, 5. like, that type of music. That's a they good were definitely one. definitely kind of crazy. Family Force 5 is fantastic. I'm going to throw that in there. Family um, Force 5 doesn't, well, I don't know about it anymore. I don't keep up with it anymore. They didn't used to, like, they never once referenced Jesus or God directly in any song that they sang. They do in their new album. Um, Family Force Five has a few. It's like a worship song, I think that they're covering. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's it's definitely very much a Christian song. Um, they've always been more of a clean band than a Christian band, but yeah. if you want energy, they definitely have the energy. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do for sure. <laughs> they, ugh, they were kind of they like are a dance rock thing. They're awesome. Yeah. Doing all these crazy things. Yeah. Skillet's really good. Um, there's a lot. If you want me to just get you a list, just message me personally, and I can go through my playlist for you. Um, I usually listen to just Christian rap anymore, but uh, I know a I'm lot of. I'm starting rap. to listen to Christian rap, like Triple and Lecrae. Yeah, totally. I'm actually really liking it. Um, my because favorite it's the type of is... rap that I listen to regularly, but it's Christian. I'm like, what? <laughs> my new favorite is uh, NF. He's very serious, um, but ah. he is like. Really hard hitting, in your face rap music is really good. Yeah, like I was listening to what is it called? Manolo? Manolo? Is that what's called? Got a cabin in Manolo. Yeah, yeah, that one. And see, because my sister uh, was, you know, it was like her playlist, and she turned up her bass and like her vo the volume of the car all the way, and we were just rocking out. It was amazing. I'm like, dang, this is actually pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was dancing. You guys can't see it. I'm sorry. Just, now you have that image in your mind. <laughs> yeah, just pretend that I was dancing, and then there you go. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, Ian, we had three of them this week, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. Ian Hahn, if you could live in a video game world, which would it be? Who starts? I can start. Anyone. Pokemon. Go for it. Pokemon. I'd say Pokemon. Pokemon? Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean... Oh, come on. If it was like more like the anime and less like the games itself, if it wasn't like structured like the games, if it was just like you can catch Pokemon and they become best friends with you and you can become best friends with it and you catch them all and you become the very best like no one ever was. Like <laughs> And it's it's not like there's like any blood or gore because it's Pokemon and your Pokemon don't die, they just faint. Like I think it'd be great. I'd be really happy if catching them was the real test. <laughs> um, thinking of, I mean, there are a lot of video game worlds that I, I think are well realized, but not a ton I would personally want to reside in. Oh, I, I'm sure. thinking Sims. Like, I want a nice, easy life. <laughs> you, nobody would ever be able to understand. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Sims I guess understand. they understand one another. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I would probably say Hyrule. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You could live in Castletown. It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, but definitely. Like friends with the Gorons. Own a little yeah. bomb shop. 
That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, like what you were saying, there are definitely a lot of amazing, like, realized worlds. Like, I mean, one huge reason I'm so obsessed with Dragon Age is because the world that they created, they put, like, the, the creators put so much time and energy and, and lore yeah. into everything. It's so amazing. But I would never want to live there because there's just death and dark spawn and wars all the time. I would say Witcher yeah. 3 is another one that's well realized. Um, the yeah. Fallout universe is well realized. Totally. Uncharted and The Last of Us. It's like, man, yeah, those but are who wants to live in The Last of Us? Exactly. Don't live there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, like irradiated wastelands and stuff. No thanks. No thanks. I got enough. That's a scary reality we we are trying to avoid. I'll live in Bible Adventures. Bible Adventures. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. I'd rather yeah, just catch your, happy Pokemon. Never get your mind. wife on a donkey across the hills away from the snakes. <laughs> I would be okay with being a photographer in the world of Destiny. Okay. Something just, tells me that the, the other all those other forces aren't going to leave you alone just because you've got <laughs> guardians with you. Well, I'll just, yeah, I'll bring a guardian with, and I'm like, I want to take pictures. And they're like, you, you want to do what? <laughs> you know there's no one out here but us, right? <laughs> Man. The Traveler said he wants you to watch over me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. I don't know. I can't think of anything that I... I'm a boring person. Like, I don't want to live, like you guys are saying, I want to live in any of these worlds. Like, I want to live in Harvest Moon. I Harvest go, Moon. Stardew Harvest Valley. Day. Yeah. I can't think of anything not like, dangerous. I was going to say, that's a lot of video games are built around that danger element. Yeah, that's why I play them. because You could I live could in a dating simulator. Control. What about uh, the That sounds one? like a totally different kind of creepy. You live... Okay, <laughs> that actually could be kind of bad, though, because most likely you would die from that one pigeon disease that, like, is the premise of the game. What do you play? <laughs> The, the, what's it called? Um, Potoful Boyfriend. Yes, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> the fact that I know that. I listened to oh, two. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can live in that and die from pigeon disease. <laughs> I was thinking Goat Simulator, but I realized that's a terrible idea too. Become a goat? Would you be the goat, or would you be a person who gets rammed by the goat? I was thinking I'd be a person until I thought of the weird tongue thing where he, like, throws people <laughs> out of cars. Come, friend! Let's let's go on an adventure. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Real Farm Simulator 2016. Okay, but then you would just, like, kind of have a terrible life if it's that <laughs> So any general RPG town would be, would be a good place to live, typically. Yeah. So long as it wasn't, like, being ravaged by a curse or plagued by marauders. I think I would just stick with Sims because they have internet, and I know they have internet. That's a real weird reason to pick a game world. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have internet. I work on the internet. like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But if you spoke Simlish, how would you s preach to everybody else? How would, what, what good would your work be? I'd find a way. <laughs> Get a Simlish translator. Yeah. I would just I'd maybe do a little more film work. A little more uh, you know, <laughs> editing stuff. And try yeah. to set the house on fire. <laughs> do, you, Our, okay, do you want someone telling you when to go to the bathroom and eat all times of the day? Yeah, that's kind of bad. Or randomly taking away your toilet while you're in the bathroom and then locking you in there. Or trying to hook you up with people you don't even know. <laughs> so, terrible off-handed story. Um... I, I'm a terrible human being. This the that's the idea of this this whole show today. Um, when I was a kid, I would uh, I wanted a graveyard in my <laughs> sim. <laughs> I can see this going. Sim's house. Oh, no. So I would create a bunch of characters because you could have different houses, and then I would invite them over for a house party, and then I would build walls around them, and then I would wait till they died, and then I'd put a cemetery. Oh, that house. kills people. Carl. Uh, the reason that I wanted this was um, because I'm a messed up person, apparently, but also because I wanted ghosts, and I thought the ghosts were really cool. Because if you killed people in the Sims game that I was playing, I don't remember which one it was, um, they would haunt your house. <sighs> so do you want that happening to you if you lived in Sims? Joe's questioning ever questioning ever working with me. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you invite me over for a house party and I don't attend, 
<laughs> now you know why. <laughs> I can't build Nothing walls personal. that bad. It's just, oh I want goodness. to live. Yeah. <laughs> <But> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll everybody. You really are a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saved by Jesus. <laughs> Maybe we should move on. Yeah. Um... <laughs> go on to movies. Yeah, we're going to do movies since we're playing gaming at the very end. So, Even though we're talking about gaming anyways. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about gaming movies because Minecraft movies aim for 2019 because Minecraft apparently yeah. isn't popular enough. You gotta have a movie. <laughs> Just like Angry Birds. Gotta have I'm okay with this movie. I, I feel like it'll be alright. I guess. Uh, I feel like it's gonna go the same way as the Telltale game went, which is not good. No. <laughs> I mean... You're terrible. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, the, the whole point of Minecraft, I mean, this was, you know, the concern of the new of the Telltale game coming out, was how you make your own story and you right. create whatever the heck you want, and it's the most sandbox game, the most famous sandbox game, I think, out there at this point, mm -hmm. and I mean, I as how can you make a movie from that? Right. At least well. You can make a movie from it. Just well. It's happening. 2019. I don't know. What do you I think, can... Joe? I, I, I hate Minecraft. Okay. You hate Minecraft? I've tried to get into it so many times. And I I think okay. what it does for a younger audience is a good thing. Well, in fact, and, and, and for the people that can get into it. That's awesome. Like... Having your own digital Legos and an and a limited amount, unlimited amount of them, fantastic, awesome, That's rock awesome. and roll. I hope you really do love them and enjoy them. But I, I have tried and tried and tried, and I cannot get into them. Yeah, I can't play the Joe game. Joe has by no myself. creativity. That's what he's saying here. I will be honest with you. <laughs> the reason I haven't tried to create a video game and I'm a I'm a software developer is because I'm a terrible idea man. Okay. So. I come up with one or two ideas, and I'm like, no, those are crap. Throw them away. Oh. I think your ideas are great, Joe. I appreciate your ideas. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I can't play that game by myself. I have to play with other people. Then it's fun. But uh. I haven't played in a long time. I was trying to build a house um, where I had lava for the floor, and then there was going to be glass on top oh, of the lava. lava. Uh, and the game crashed like three times because I'm a terrible, like, I have a Mac I'm a terrible gamer. Yeah, um, yeah. And so it crashed <laughs> like three times. And I was Christ like, I'm not so. playing this game ever again. <laughs> and I don't think I've touched it since. You know, the only... Now that I'm thinking about it, what the premise of the movie could be, what if it was just some regular person who got trapped in Minecraft and had to basically do all the Minecraft stuff? That may work. Although I feel like that wouldn't be exciting enough to work either, so... I don't I know. About dying and then zombies coming after you that are your past selves. Oh, that'd be fun. You ever realize that's what the zombies are? It's so crazy. There's a game on the PlayStation called Zombie that's kind of that idea. Oh, yeah? Okay. A little bit. Anyway. That's weird to think about. Anyways. Moving on. Apparently, the Tetris, <laughs> Tetris producer there. wants a trilogy. Yeah, it should be a quadrilogy. <laughs> don't understand the joke there are four pieces to a tetramino okay. four four not three that'd be a, a that'd be tritris I'm just confused <laughs> how can you make a movie about tetris how can you make three yeah. movies about tetris I, what I don't yeah maybe I don't. I don't know how you make one movie let alone three or four yeah get it I'm so confused. People are, like, not coming up with original ideas anymore. I hope it's, like, a movie about construction that goes terribly wrong. And they're like, oh, no, what have you done? You built this house upside down on top of an L shape. <laughs> I don't think that's what it's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it going to be? Is it going to be evil blocks falling from the sky? or It's all going to take place in Russia. <laughs> I mean, Tetris is a Russian property, right? That theme song, yeah. That that's song a, is that's like... a Russian folk song. Yeah. Do 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 do. Ba ba bum ba ba bum. Yeah, I um, just don't know. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, so besides that, two very questionable, well, I guess technically four very questionable video game movies coming out. Um, yeah. But Judge Dread 2 is not in development. That's not a video so game movie. I mean, Judge I know. Judge Dread. But. Yeah, it's not a video game movie. <laughs> it's not a video game movie, but uh, that's also movie news. So. <laughs> Did you, Joe? I, I already get the vibe that Shelley hasn't seen it. Did you see Judge Dredd? I mean, Dredd, no, I the haven't. So this one with Carl Urban. Yes. I yes. thought it was great. I thought uh, it was pretty good. It, it was, was a dark. lot better than. It's a lot better than Sylvester Stallone's rendition. Definitely. I I think I had a bad case of like, you didn't get to adventure in the world much, and I always dislike that. Um, you were inside this mall, whatever. <laughs> Excuse me. This like mall thing the entire time. Um, I wish they would have branched out, and so I was really hoping with a sequel that they would do that. But it seems that that is not the case, and that makes me sad. Oh, siento. I'll be okay. <laughs> Don't cry, Cody. I'll be okay. <laughs> um, I, I we should just go right into the poll list. Uh, not big, actually. Big. Well, I. The BFG is coming out. And he's a big, friendly giant. So I guess that's big. Okay. <laughs> um, so if you read the book as a kid like I did, you should go see it. I think uh, there's a Metascore 70 out of 100, which isn't terrible. That's pretty good. So I can't believe um, they titled it BFG. And it's like bloaty, farty gas. <laughs> the big, friendly <laughs> giraffe. That's me. <laughs> yeah, no. Um... There's that movie. There's also a Legend of Tarzan. So, also, if you love Tarzan as a kid, you may want to see this. Um, I don't know the reviews on that. I don't know how that's going. It looks going, good, but though. It looks good. It's following the line of making Disney movies live, live action because they've already done a million of those and they're going to keep doing a million of those. So, yeah. That's two million. Oh. Yeah, two million. Tarzan was a thing before Disney, but... Disney made Tarzan popular, so. Uh, yeah, that's that's the main thing coming out in the theaters. Uh, for Blu-ray, uh, we got Red vs. Blue, the Chorus Trilogy coming on Blu-ray, which I know a lot yeah. of people like to watch Red vs. Nice. Blue. So I thought I would mention it's a knife, that. Or it's, a, it's a key, and when you stick it inside people, it unlocks their death. <laughs> this is the best. I could so, yeah. quote that all day. I'm not going to. I could just, this whole podcast could be just quoting Caboose the entire time. An hour of Cody quotes. You haven't watched Red vs. Blue? Go do so. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I should. And I understand that. So funny. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Red vs. Blue, Cross Trilogy on Blu ray. Also, Kung Fu Panda 3 for people who don't have enough Kung Fu Panda already. Skadoosh. I think I had enough Kung Fu Panda before the first one came out. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, we sure. have a hater I... in our midst. <laughs> I was I not like super what you call about. a hater, but <laughs> it's got a cool so... cast. Like, it's always had a great cast. I think uh, Ryan Cranston's in this one, isn't he? He's the father. If this is the right one, I've lost um, count. It's the one with the father, but I don't know. Okay. If he's yeah, in Ryan Cranston plays the father. That's father. cool. But yeah. yeah. Um, I actually haven't seen any of them since the original, but I really did like the original. I liked the first one. I did not see the second one because I didn't understand why there was a second one. Um, I didn't really see the point of it. And then Speaking there's a third one. Brian Cranston, I forgot to put this in the notes. Um, he's going to play Zordon in the Power Rangers movie. Zordon. So that's exciting. Okay. Forget morphing time. It's time to cook. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a joke. It's a breaking bad joke. You're right. It was a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to use the pun. <laughs> this podcast uh, is falling apart. Like that's Zordon's gonna call him. Zordon's, Zordon's gonna call him to base and be like, "What do you need, Zordon? I am the one who knocks." <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> That is it for movies. 
<laughs> Let's go to TV. <laughs> She's just shoving it along. No, no. Like, Stop trying the bad done. jokes. We're done with this. Just move on. <laughs> uh, going on to TV news. <laughs> um, some exciting stuff happening. Uh, first of all, Powerless. Um, I heard that that was in the works. I didn't think it was actually happening. And it is. They actually have a feature right out. We'll try to put that in the notes. Um, but it's like this That's little, you know, it's a video thing with the interview of the cast of Powerless. What is those, Powerless? Those who don't know what it is. Um, it is a DC Comics comic. It is about superheroes. or It's about a world full of superheroes. And the main characters do not have powers. They are not heroes in any way. Um, they're insurance workers, which I think is great. So they uh, go around all these like superhero catastrophes, and oh. when Superman destroys a building, it's, they have to like work on the insurance claims. <laughs> Looking at the picture of the cast alone makes me want to watch that. Yeah, it has Vanessa Hudgens. I'm super stoked about Soaring, it. Soaring, you know, flying. There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. Oh, I don't know yeah. who she is. She's in High School Musical, hence why I was singing High School Musical. Oh. Neither of us have seen High School Musical. Come on, guys. Sorry, I'm I'm a little too old for that. You're never too old for High School Musical. <laughs> I would have been never. too old for High School Musical in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Never too old. Go back and watch it right now. Uh, Alan and then, Tudyk and uh, uh, what's the what's the guy that played in Community? Danny Pudi. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be hilarious. Um, I like superhero stuff, and this is like another perspective of that world. Um, maybe Shelley will be into this. You like High School Musical? Do you like Step Up? I'm being super stereotypical right now. Yeah, you are. I'm. Wow. <laughs> She's like a. Oh, you like music. You must like dance movies. <laughs> oh, oh, you like original <laughs> Disney Disney Channel movies. You must like dancing movies. No. <laughs> Although I did like Dirty Dancing. My thought was like kids who like Step Up or like High School Musical probably like. They're step not up. similar at all. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm wrong. Everyone hates me. Um, <laughs> everyone's like, how could you <laughs> stereotype like that? Um, I, this is weird news for me. YouTube is has bought the rights to a Step Up TV series. Um, so I'm not like super stoked that it's a Step Up show, but I am excited that YouTube is actually like buying a TV series and will actually be doing something like that um, for their YouTube Red subscription thing um which i had for a while i liked the fact that i like could close my phone to listen to youtube mm -hmm. um i didn't like a lot of the red content uh the people rooster teeth the people who did red vs blue did uh i can't remember the name of the movie but they made a movie for youtube red and it was funny but it wasn't like that good mm -hmm. um like, the reason I liked it was mostly because of the inside, like, red vs. blue-type humor. Um, the guy that did Game Theory is doing a YouTube Red show called Game Lab, and it's mm -hmm. pretty cheesy, but it's it kind of neat. Like, it looks like okay. Mythbusters, but with games and stuff like that. That's kind of what it's looking like. I watched the episode for um, Mirror's Edge, and they actually, like, went and ran and learned to do some parkour moves and stuff. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. Like I said, I don't have YouTube Red anymore. I might pick it up just to see that again. Or to check that out. Um, I feel like the educational base is going to be really cool. Anything educational on YouTube Red is going to be awesome. And anything that's more of a talk show. I can't believe there's not more YouTube Red talk Good show. Mythical types. Morning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what YouTube's known for is this, like, sit in front of your camera and talk vlog style thing. You would think yeah. that they would have more high-budgeted shows that were based around that idea but yeah the no fact what they do instead is they take the people who do that and they throw yeah. them in a movie together and say like hey fan base look it's all your favorite youtubers mm -hmm. and subscribe to youtube red it's like no mm, yeah I, no. the fact that they're buying a tv show and the rights and all that stuff that gives me hope though that they i mean they are trying to take it seriously so yeah. hopefully it's a step in the right direction yeah. 
Yeah. But going on to that, finally, we get into the gaming news. Um, there's not a lot in the news realm, I don't feel like, but there's definitely a pull list. Yeah, pull list is definitely there. So, uh, a new Sonic game to release in 2017. Woo! Uh, Sonic Hedgehog 2! Sega! Sega! <laughs> oh, no. I grew up in the heyday of Sonic, and I don't really care anymore. I You can't make a 2D scroller Sonic game, though, anymore. Like... No, they can't. That's clear. That's why he sunk like a rock. But they had the 3D. And, like, okay, I loved Sonic Adventures. Um, that one was okay. Sonic Adventures 2. No, no is it wasn't. One of my <laughs> Sonic Adventures 2 Battle. I played it on the GameCube. Um, one of my favorite, one of my top five favorite games. I liked it that much. Um, the first one was okay. I played that one, I think, after Sonic 2, actually. Um, Sonic Adventures 2. Um I will not buy a Sonic game unless they call it Sonic Adventures 3. Or I get it here praised that it's as good as a Sonic Adventures 3 because they've been so bad. I have played one Sonic game since Sonic 3 that I liked. That was Sonic Colors for the Wii. Because it, it's the closest that they've come to the classic Sonic 2D style since. Um, yeah, LJ made a good point. There's no reason with all of the with all of the work that the indie devs are doing in the 2D space that mm-hmm. this hasn't been done already. Um, of I, course, they can't do it in a proper name because Sega owns the rights to it. But this could totally be done. Like they could recapture that that magic oh, that no. the that Sonic Two and Three had. Mm-hmm. They just no. want to do their own thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be super cool if... Because I played Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube, and I actually really enjoyed that game. I think it'd be cool if they did that, but, like, HD. Maybe add a couple features. If they Um, remade it... I don't think that would happen. If they ground up, like, from the ground up, remade Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, I would be so happy. Yeah. I I don't want to play a 3D Sonic game, period. But, Joe, you don't understand. It was so (laughs) story-driven. You're right. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, it had the best soundtrack of any video game ever. Um, Sonic 2 had a better soundtrack. Sonic Adventures 2 has real music. They the got people singing songs. They In Sonic 2, like for the Sega Genesis, they actually had to work on composing good music because they were such so limited on their music set. Did they have, like, Michael Jackson... I don't know if it was Sonic 2. It was one of the originals. He's like uncredited or something in one or two of the songs on like Sonic 3. Okay. So, so Sonic Adventure 2 Battle has rap music, rock music, and then like everything in between the like, techno stuff. The rap is terrible. Oh yeah. That went uh, awesome. like forever like Knuckles, you know, level or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Sonic and Shadow's like soundtracks for their levels were amazing. Um, and it's all original. It was so good. I you can't beat that game. As far as I'm concerned, Sonic is dead. <laughs> the I don't fan base see him will forever live, though. The I fan don't want to see him in the Olympics. And all of the memes will forever live. Just like Mega Man says, LJ. Hmm. That's probably true. Sad as it is, because <sighs> Capcom doesn't care enough to keep going with it. <laughs> Capcom's going to fold. I really think they are. Yeah. But speaking of good times... Anyway, yeah, so getting back on track. uh, So I can't believe this is an actual headline. The Nintendo 64 is 20 years old. Two decades. That's crazy. That's all to me. I never realized just how much I got, like, handy-down games. Um, I played the N64 all through my childhood. When this came out, I would have been four years old. I would have been 11. I was not conceived yet. (laughs) (laughs) But I played the N64 up until middle school. Yeah, we we played all the time growing up. I mean, the the WWE games, GoldenEye, all that, Quest 64, all that sort of stuff. That reminds me, yeah, LJ pointed out a good point uh, in our show notes here. We have a a Nintendo 64... uh, kind of looking back over the last 20 years 
article oh, yeah. up on geeksundergrace.com, and we'll try to put that link in the show notes. Cool. Yeah. Joe, what was your favorite Nintendo 64 game? Oh, man, we got a lot of mileage out of out of uh, GoldenEye. We got a lot of... If, if I'm talking single-player content, like, it's hard to beat Ocarina of Time. Mm. Okay, yeah. But 3D Mario... Like, Mario 64 is a pretty incredible game that still holds up to this day. Oh, yeah. Both of those are, are great games. Mm-hmm. I There's so many. Um... Like, all of them that I have in my memory are my favorites. Star Fox 64 was a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, I I always say that I like Banjo-Kazooie. I wasn't a huge fan of Banjo-Kazooie. Like, I just didn't put that much time into that game. It was Banjo-Tooie. Um, I played so much Banjo-Tooie. Um, I don't know. Smash Pokemon Brothers? Stadium. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers, obviously. Yeah, Pokemon yeah. Stadium. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon mm-hmm. Snap. Uh, Pokemon Stadium, for me, I played... Um, Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Blue on my TV more than I played um, on the Game Boy Color because it was right there, big screen. You have a so- Super Game Boy? Um, what do you mean? I have the Game Boy one Color. Of the th- the, one of the things that lets you put the Game Boy cartridges in to throw it to the big screen? Yeah, when you bought Pokemon Stadium, um, it was probably like a, like a deluxe or whatever uh, pack. Oh. But when you got Pokemon Stadium, you got this little thing that went up into the controller. And then oh, okay. you plug the game in, and then you played it on specifically um, on Pokemon Stadium. You okay. would go to this little place, and then you would actually play the game there. Cool, I didn't realize that. Okay, it was really cool. And then you could, uh, you know, you pull your Pokemon out from the game and put them on the stadium. Yeah, and use your Pokemon. Yeah. Did you play any sixty-four games, Shelly? I did. My. Um... One of my friends in elementary school had an N64, so we would play Super Mario 64. And uh, that was the main game we play- I played with her, but I played uh, Super Smash Bros., you know, original on 64. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, there's probably been others, but I can't even think. I think it was mainly those two games that I played. Okay. It was um, definitely my childhood console. Because, yeah, I never had a 64. I had an NES. And I still have a GameCube and, you know, basically all Nintendo devices mm-hmm. after that. But I never had a 64, so I just don't really have too many memories with it besides, you know, playing with my friend. You were so young. I was so, so again, young! I was four years old when it came out, so I can't really talk. I just got my brother's consoles when he was again my first my first main gaming device was my game boy advance sp so (laughs) if that gives you anything there wasn't really much on the n64 like there was no purpose for me to buy an n64 at that time when you know the gamecube was right around the corner so right yeah i had an nes um but again my brother's old console and the super nintendo came out so he got me the nes gave me the nes Mm-hmm. And the NES, NES was my mom's, so of course she had it before you know I was born. So, yeah. Yeah. so Nintendo, right. we love you. N sixty four, you will always have a piece of my heart. <laughs> yep. What's coming out this week? All right. So in the pull list, we've we've actually got a pretty sizable pull list. I'm surprised. Um, so first up, the big games: Star Ocean, Integrity, and Faithlessness for the PlayStation Four. Um, for those who aren't aware what that franchise is, it's been around since the PlayStation 1. It's, uh, it's an RPG series, and they kind of mix fantasy and sci-fi really much heavier on the... So it's like future tech and stuff, but you're running around with swords and things. Oh, that's cool. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. It's been a really heavy week for RPGs the last couple of weeks. Um so it's it's good because you know you kind of look at the next couple months and it's it's a little bit of a lull. So these games that'll last you for 40, 50 hours yeah. are are starting to roll out. Um, also coming out this week, we got the Technomancer. It's coming to Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and the PC. Um, I believe it's kind of like Mass Effect, and we actually have a review copy of it. That's um, by the time you hear this, I believe our review will be live on the website. So check the website to see about that, Damien. I love the name so much. Technomancer. Technomancer. Yeah. Um, Also coming out this week for just about everything on Earth, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. 
Okay. Yeah, Lego. I'm seeing that pushed hard on Lego. trailers. <laughs> well, the yeah. Lego games are, are very well received. Traveler's Tales has really cut a niche in there uh, with with those games. Yeah, and yeah. The, I don't know. I, I had all the Harry Potter ones on the Wii, and those were fun. I played through the Marvel. The, the last one I played start to finish was Marvel mm-hmm. for the PlayStation 4. But, yeah, pretty much any franchise worth its salt has a Lego game after it now. And they're so. always fun. I mean, they have the same sort of feel with all of them. They're funny, but they're this story that yep. is after. And it's, yeah. It's good. And they're family-friendly. Super fan- family-friendly. Right. So. Um, coming to the PlayStation 4 and Vita this week, God Eater Resurrection. For those that aren't aware what the God Eater franchise is, it's kind of like a crazy monster hunter. Okay. So that's coming to both the Vita and the PlayStation 4, which I thought was curious that they were bringing that out to the PS4 this time around. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven, that's a fighting game based on an anime. The JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It sounds like a clown. JoJo's. I I haven't watched it. It's very odd to me. Um, That's coming to the PlayStation 4 this week. Zero Time Dilemma is coming to 3DS, Vita, and PC, believe it or not. It's getting really good reviews on Metacritic so far, like 80s and 90s. That's um, good. And it's it's part of the Zero Escape series, kind of digital novels with some extra elements thrown in. Those have been out on the 3DS for quite a while. I think maybe even on the original DS, 999 and, and Zero like Escape. Uh, and then Prison Architect is coming out to the PlayStation 4. That's been out on PC for a long time, and it's in early <laughs> access on the Xbox One. That's where you have to kind of build up a prison and run it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting concept. That sounds really weird. <laughs> yeah. Prison Got tycoon. humor and stuff in it. Yeah, kind of, sort of, yeah. Seven Days to Die is coming to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, and that is a survival game. Okay. Been out on PC for quite a while now. Sounds and cool. we have a... of LJ, which do we have a preview of? Prison Architect? Okay. Yeah, LJ is saying we have a preview of Prison Architect on geeksundergrace.com, so make sure you check that out. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Maurice wrote that up, I believe. Nice. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, we also have Full Mojo Rampage coming out to the Xbox One and PS4. That's a weird-looking game. I, I watched the trailer for it, and it really tells you nothing about the game except for the fact that uh, Voodoo is somehow involved. Ooh. Great. Well, I mean, it's like little little... Creatures with dark magic and masks. I don't know anything else about that. Great. And then mojo, finally, mojo. I don't mojo, think mojo. it's the same mojo. Mojo, mojo. And then finally, coming out to the PlayStation Four this week, Steridin. It's a it's a roguelike shoot 'em up. So everything like the levels change every time you play it. Oh, um, cool. And it's very pixel arty sort of. It's a shmup. Oh. Um, Coming out to the PS4 this week, I actually just bought this on the Steam sale for like seven bucks. So if the Steam sale, yeah, the Steam sale, Steam sale should still be going by the time you hear this. If you have a PC and you're looking for an interesting shoot 'em up, go check out Steridin. S T E R E D E N N. Yeah, so that that sale, the Steam sale is going until July the fourth. So you'll definitely hear this before that gets here. I recommend it. It's I'm having fun with it so far. I, I put about a half an hour to an hour into it earlier tonight, and uh, it's it's pretty solid. And that is it for the week for the pull list. Uh, awesome. What else you got for us, Cody? Anything else? That's the end of the podcast. Uh, I do yeah. want to remind everybody that on Friday at twitch.tv slash geeks under grace, are we going to do normal time? Shelly Joe, is that normal yeah. for uh, Shelly streaming? Normal for, if you guys can do that, yeah, that sounds good. What time do you normally stream, Shelly? 5 to 7 Pacific Standard Time, every single day on Twitch channel. That's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's Does that work fun. for you, Joe? Mm-hmm. And it may not last so long. I mean, we don't, as we announce it to you. We don't <laughs> typically last two hours, but we may, since it's live, so. Yeah, yeah we'll see, I mean, whenever the audience... Uh, Wants us to go. We'll go. Um, cool. Love getting to talk with you guys. It's always a blast. Um, so we'll do that. Joe, where can we find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and on Twitch at Righteous Fury Gaming. 
Come on and over. Jelly. We're live every day. Nice. And you were streaming, uh, I watched the other day, um, the Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. Who knows what we're going to be. My, we, we stream a lot of Dark Souls, but we go the other direction from time to time. Cool. How about you, Shelly? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can find me on Twitch at shellshock24. Woo! And you can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter or anywhere else. Um, but yeah. Awesome. That's that's the end of the podcast. You can stop listening now. Keep praying. Keep gaming. And God bless. I'm the last of me, guys.